This is CliffCentral.com. Lauren Hill, do up that thing. That's such a nice old school jam. Hang on, I need to. One, two, three, four. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I'm just busy trying to coordinate things here because Jumi Murake is back. Oh gosh, yeah, woo! Yeah, except, except she's back physically, but the brain uh, and and the soul, and the spirit. I think, yeah, and the spirit. I think they co- got caught in customs somewhere between Singapore and here. But it's fine. And so you've spent the last week, uh, where exactly? I was in Bali eating nice life in Bali, Indonesia. And it was a mess. I got <laughs> to be somebody's girlfriend for a whole week. What did I, I'm sorry. Did you go away with a sponsor? I don't understand. <laughs> sponsor. No, you know, like you know that. when people get taken on to vacations Yay. to like Dubai, yeah. by the, they're very rich. Yeah. Like Mandla, someone who works yeah. in government and he leaves the wife at home. Going <laughs> 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 someone's um, oh. um, yes, yes, it was vacation with my official bay, mm. and it was a mess. And yeah, now I'm back, and it's like so awkward. What was it your first time? It was very much my first time. Um, in Bali, you mean, or first time on a vacation? Well, both. Okay, it was my first time at Bali. It was a Mars. I mean, really, let's just say if I didn't know I've closed the factory, I'd be going, I know I'm going to have to take a pregnancy oh, test. Okay, it was a Mars. Okay. I limboed. I limboed. I just might actually post that. I've got a video of me. Ladies and gentlemen, you are speaking to an international limbo champion. Cheza. If you can see how low that poll was, Kada. I was like, there is no way this is going to happen. Yeah. But it happened. Is that because you got a lot of Dutch courage in the form of Lee Kwa? Plenty. Yeah. It was Dutch yeah. courage mixed with uh, uh, Asian courage because then isn't it every country I go to have to have their local bones. <laughs> so I had some Singapore slingers just going in my system. The Singapore sling, not slinger, sling. And, uh, you know, but it's also hard to find rice wine. They're like, it's illegal. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not asking for weed. I'm asking for rice wine. What is rice wine? Hey, Muna, it's this potent, potent, potent. But how is it different from grape wine? Hi, my friend, because it's sake, my friend. It oh, will, okay. Oh, you will so sake, sake proper. Oh, you will sake. I've only had sake once in my life. Eh. And it was because one of my cousins had been to, I think it was Japan. Uh. She came back with a bottle of this thing. Uh. And I felt like my insides were sterilized on the spot. (laughs) You know how when you're in a laboratory and you need to perform a dissection and then your professor says, please sterilize all your utensils in the ethanol. Which is like a hundred percent alcohol. After one shot of psyche, I was like, "Oh my word!" I have been, I, I, like, insights yeah. are now sterile. That's awesome. Then you must please come and visit me because I bought some psyche when I was at the airport. <laughs> uh, so I think I should experience this with you. Yeah, it was, um, it was strong. Okay, so that's that's rice wine, in other words. Yeah. Okay, um, I didn't know this. Yeah, I had a great time. But you know what, what broke my heart was then it made me realize, 
do waiters and people in hospitality in this country realize that they are the face of tourism? Like, do, do they get trained that way? Or are they just told, just make sure the food is hot and, uh, you know, that they can't complain about mm. anything? Because the, the easy smile, the greeting people first, you know, mm. and just general making me feel welcome. You know, you, you made to feel like being a foreigner is a great thing. Like you are so special. It is so cool. You've like, you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. coming to spend money. Mm. And then I thought about when I'm in Cape Town, cause I want to, I want to compare touristy to touristy, mm-hmm. you know? And when I'm in Cape Town, the service is atrocious, man. Like if you get a smile, you must just write to Santa Claus and say, thank you. I mm. believe in you now because mm. here's the present. Somebody smiled at me while they were serving me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. South Africans. No, this is another thing that broke my heart. Like, <laughs> I love this country. I must tell you, every time I leave, I'm like, this is why I must go home. Because home is exciting. But sometimes we must just, uh, what is the word? Reprimand. We need to reprimand. Because what upset me was that after all of this may- being made to feel special in a foreign country, having a great time, I come back here and the first thing I witness at the airport is one of those officials, guys, being so rude to this Asian uh, family, you know, mm-hmm. and even going, I, I think he said, he said something like ching chong cha or whatever oh, to no. the guy. And I, I literally died inside. I died inside because I just thought, man, manners. Yes. See, yeah, man. But I, I mean, are you saying that the contrast in the kind of service you received Huge. In Bali is very, very different Huge. to the kind of service that we are yes. used to here. Yes. Because, wow. you know, also black people, we have a complex. Sometimes like, yeah, it's only because I'm black that they're serving me so badly. Like, that's why I'm getting bad service because I'm black. And I just, no. Service here is generally bad. Like, I've been out with people. I've watched people bitch and moan about service. You know I've, what I mean? I've always thought that it's because... There are a lot of people in this country who genuinely hate their jobs. Mm. They wake up in the morning, mm. they hate their job mm. because, you know, it's not maybe something that they want to do. It's mm. something that they have to do. And then somewhere along the line, that gets taken out on you as the customer. Yeah, but then how is it my fault you did not get your matric with exemption? I don't understand. How is it my fault? Hmm? How is it my fault you're not hot enough to get a sugar daddy to make you happy in life? I just... Mabale, I'm sorry, but it's not an excuse. Okay. You want to tell me those people are happy? Because, I mean, the same thing happens in Ghana, where I saw the service was amazing. Although, if anything happened, (laughs) but I'll go back to it. You must remind I'm going to remind you. I'm going to make a (laughs) note of that um, right now. (laughs) Because in Ghana, I felt the same way, where it's warm, it's friendly. And... You can't punish people for hating your job. Do you think those people, those waiters there and those ground staff, what, that's what they want to do with their lives. Like they woke up and they said, Oh, when I grow up, I just want to serve random foreigners all the time visiting my country and just clean up after their rubbish. Job, kid, job. Job, kid, job. Choma. You should love, you know what? If you drink something you hate, cause this is what I used to do when mm-hmm. I was still, you know, uh, building up, uh, my, my career. I remember doing gigs, which I did hate, but I would go, I love this cause it's, it's going to translate to rent value. Mm. You must hate something that you're doing that you don't want to do and you actually don't see what you're going to get out of it. So then what is, what is our problem then? But then our, I don't country, know. Are we, just, are we just rude? Yeah, we're just rude. We're just, we, or unappreciative. I think we're unappreciative and we're rude. Because... <sighs> yeah, let's just move on. Okay. Um, oh, yes. I was talking about Ghana. So this is what happened. Yeah, tell me about Ghana. <laughs> you know how Ch- things can sorry, be lost in tell translation. Me, tell me about the men. The men. In Ghana. The men. The men. The men. <laughs> the men. <laughs> you, 
If you go there, you must just take something to calm yourself down. <laughs> well, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Mm. Wear a panty line. The thirst is real here, um, by the way. The thirst is real. Yeah. Carry on so, in Ghana. Yeah. So we go to this resort and I ask for lemonade. Because, uh, you know, my poison of choice when I'm mixing is usually my double vodka, lime, and lemonade. Mm. The guy brings the double vodka and the lime. Um, the lemonade is where it got very funny. Okay. Because he brought Sprite and I said, no, man. Don't you... No, he didn't bring Sprite. He just brought those two. I was like, where's the lemonade? He says, lemonade. I said, yes. I asked for a vodka with a lime and lemonade. And lemonade. He comes back with this glass. And I can see there's a cloudy liquid in it. Did they, he? they took water. L- okay. And they squeezed a lemon into it. Oh. So was, just that, was that just a case of like... We are not speaking the same drink. I don't think drinkology I don't or whatever. Think my husband has ever laughed so because <laughs> then I had to explain what the lime was beforehand. I think what was funny from Paul is that then first it was the issue with the lime. Then the guy, the bar, the bartender was like, "Oh no, no, lime cordial. Oh cordial, put cordial. Hey, lemonade died." At least in a lemon twist. I mean, they could have brought you like a bottle of that and be but, like, "Oh well, lemonade. There you go." <laughs> I mean, what, what is green? What, what more lemon. do you and it's got, it's got lemon on it? What more do you want? And I just hope that uh, government-wise things are going to get better because my rent wasn't worth spit. You know, oh yeah, this is oh, man. I, you know, somebody was trying to send me a list of the most expensive places to travel to on the South African mm. rent versus the cheapest places, but they never actually sent through this list. And it would have been so great to actually mm. go through this list now and mm. to see. Where are the best places to go to if mm. you're really feeling like I must travel? Yeah, because in theory, was it expensive? In then? theory, Indonesia was cheap, but <laughs> because then you you're paying in American dollars. No, 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 no. Only that's your only option. What? Because you know you have you buy you get the local currency, so yeah. you're like a billionaire. Cause, yes, you know, like we're spending five million in a shop buying stuff. Balling. But then when you're trying to buy that stuff, when you're converting, because then what they do for you is they convert to dollars. And you go, oh, okay, so that's how much it is in dollars. Oh. You start thinking rents. Ah. Mm-mm. Ah. No, things must get better, guys. We need, I mean, if we can just as a country slaughter, we just agree to slaughter we every province. We, we need, need a cleansing. We need a cleansing ceremony. Every province must, must, must the, uh, so the ministers in each province. Okay. The, 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 the provincial. The provincial. Yeah. People. They must each one go and find the most expensive, biggest cow they can find. Okay. And it has to be those, those bovine situations, those red, you know, those f- big, like reddish brown ones, those, those ones where you're like, this meat is gonna be amazing. We need those one in every province. Ne? Okay. But are we all going to follow the same procedure? Because, you know, depending on whether you are Zulu or Sotu or Tswana mm. or Kosa, mm. there might be variations of mm. the actual procedure itself. Mm. Mm. But must we all then put it like on a document and say, this is the procedure that we are going yes. to be following? Yes. So we get a representative from every tribe. Some tribes are very similar, so they mustn't try and look for attention unnecessarily. <laughs> and then <laughs> they must. <laughs> Then they must just we slaughter, we spill blood same time. Yeah. Like we coordinated five, four, three, two, stab. <laughs> stab at the same time. Cut same time. Very synced. Yeah. Then because then all the ancestors in unison mm, will mm, mm, and then mm. and then And we ask them Well what are we going to ask them for? To forgive who? 
to uh, forgive? No, it's not. Don't be about forgiveness. It will be about fix it. We have past forgiveness. So, okay, but I mean, we have made, made, well, one particular, well, okay, you know what? This Everybody's administration has made major transgressions. Yes. Should we yes. not be first saying, you know, sorry, sorry, yeah. you know, we, we yeah. take it back. Yeah. Can you please? And then we start asking yeah. for things. But the only person we can't speak to when we speak to the ancestors at that time, I feel in all fairness, is Nelson Mandela. Him we must let rest. Because well, his inbox was full. Just He, he went and yeah, already inbox was packed yeah, no, sure. with requests. No, he's he's done his time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, literally. <laughs> literally. literally <laughs> That's what you did there. That's what you did there. You're so funny. <laughs> oh, it's anyway. 189 is the number to dial if, yeah. you, um, if you'd like to talk to Dumi. You know, she's back and everything. How? It's nice why to me by myself? Back. What was it no, like without me? You? What did you do? No. I hope you weren't naked. No, oh no. I would never do that. Oh. Not yet. Anyway. So a lot of guys are very disappointed to hear that. I, I got two of my closest friends to come in and join me who are also both married, both mothers. Ah. And um, yeah, we were just talking about a whole bunch of different things, you know, mm. because seemingly in the United States, there's a growing trend of women who go into spas to get massages with happy endings. Like it's, 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 a, it's a growing trend among women. And so I just wanted to get a sense of, oh, okay. So, I mean, if your daughter can go in for one of those, then does that mean that you as a wife can also go and then everybody gets back home after a long day at working like, woo. That was dis- uh, nice and de-stressing. And then everybody goes on with their life. So it was just that kind of thing. Wow. But now, I do want to talk about bitches be back. Yes! Okay, because you are back. Because this bitch be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and a whole lot of other ladies yes. are getting together for yes. the show called Bitches Be Back, which is yes. where? At Carnival it's City. It's at Carnival City. You know why it's Bitches Be Back, right? Because no. we had bitches. We did bitches a few years ago when I still had two kids. No, I lie. This one has three kids. No, no, I'm lying. This is, hmm? did I have one child or two? I only had, yes, this happened when I only had two children. Yeah. And I actually conceived my last born at the second night of this thing. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> Tragic. No, that was good. That was mm. good. So it's bitches be back. We're reunited and we're bigger than ever. Um, so we've got uh, a lineup of different kinds of comedians. We've got Tracy, who's a musician. Uh, she's a singer, right? And she Mom? she's funny. Tracy Lee Oliver. Oh, okay. I don't um, think I'm familiar with with her. Then you must come so you can be familiar, man. Okay, no, but I am... but she also does stuff. Um, she does some prank show I've seen on TV. I think it's All on right. MTV or whatever. Tracy Lee Oliver. Yes, she, uh, so she's doing like musical comedy. Uh, we have Celestine Dooley, who is a powerhouse. I am, I honestly think I have serious, serious woman crush on that woman. You know, Nina Hasty was in here on Monday talking yes. about, talking about this as well. Yes. And she, she also mentioned, or she stressed when, when she mentioned, uh, Celestine Dooley. Seemingly she's doing a lot of like, Impressive work. No, she is. Yo, I watch her and I go, you have not even begun to scratch the surface of what you can do, Marek. Damn. Because Celeste just owns her space, man. Like you can't stop. You can't help but stop and listen when she speaks. Um, we have Noko as well, who is on a steady upcline. Like this chick is hilarious. Um, she, she, she brings, I think she brings a, you know, that, that, that recognizable home thing. Like, like people of the soil type of thing. Like, yeah, Cassie, that Cassie, mm-hmm. that, you know, the, that recognizability that mm-hmm. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got her, we've got, um, 
We've got Nina, obviously. Uh, and um, then Anele. And then Anele was hosting. Oh, so um, she's assuming like the role of yes. the coordinator, uh, ma- yeah. m- m- madam of ceremonies. Yes, she's ma- yes madam, madam of mistress. Of, of cer- mistress. Mistress. Mistress of ceremonies. <laughs> That's sexy. <laughs> I like it too. And then, of course, there's you. Uh, and then there's I. See me. Like a sheet, like a lemon. And Tenji. Tenji yeah. Mosley, who yes. a lot of people know from her videos. She yeah. does a lot of those uh, viral videos. She's huge. <clears> so now, online. I mean, is, it, is this reuniting the original cast from Bitches? Or have um, you added f- extra people? We've added extra people. We've taken out some people. I don't know if it's an availability or what, but yeah. And uh, it's bigger, which is awesome because, you know, people are always like, so where are the female comedians? You know, we only not doing it. We only not seeing this. Mm. We don't know. We don't know. So this is an opportunity for people to see that comedy has grown so much in this country you can actually have a lineup show of just women yeah you know so i'm looking forward to it eh like there's going to be a lot of estrogen man <laughs> when, oh so is there going to be like a, a lot of male directed jokes no male... i mean no i i don't i really don't I, you know i no it's not about the guys you know it's funny because every time uh, we bring up things that are very like it's a whole lot of women or hey, it's feminism hey, hey. and then it becomes about the men. Yeah, no, this whole feminism thing and is apparently the it's it's apparently a very ugly word. <sighs> the worst thing that you can be called is these a days feminism. is a feminist. Okay. <laughs> um, it's on the twenty sixth. Yeah, of of this month. So and the 27th. Yeah. Two nights, Baba. So it's not just a one night stand. It's a repeat. No, it's like when you have go. that one night stand, but you enjoyed it so much, but you still don't want the relationship, but you just want to make sure it wasn't potluck, that it was that amazing. So you do it again and you're like, yo, yeah, that's going to be us. Two nights at Carnival City. And I can't wait because my song for men, every time they think it's going to be about them is, I bet you think the song is about you. Thank you. No, it's not. So yeah, I'm gonna be doing all of that, which is crazy because also I'm tired, and sometimes I go, "Why am I agreeing to do these things?" Because you know I'm doing three lineup shows this month, right? But after but this, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm done with what? doing lineup but shows. You, I'm tired. Uh, wait a I minute. need to do one man shows now. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, because you have to clip yourself into ten or fifteen minutes, and you just want to chill and chat for like a good hour. And then, I mean, in terms of getting a whole one man show together, mm. the production element, mm. the this, the that, the selling of the tickets, mm. that sounds like a very big task. No, it is, isn't it? It is, ne? But me, I like things. So me, I'm going to do it. Um, I think I've, I've, I've worked long enough in this industry, man. I think I've earned my stripes and I have my audience. Because, you know, when you do a lineup show, you can never conclusively say who everyone is there for. Like, there's a group that's there for you. There's a group that's there for the other people. There's a group that's there because they don't know what the hell is going on, but they came because they saw everybody going there. You know what I mean? So I, I like having my own show because then I know these people are there for me. So I don't even have to compromise my material. They want to me. They want me. You know what I mean? I I, I just can't take the polygamy of, of, of lineup. I, leave me alone. I don't want to share. I don't know how much you have missed since I've missed a lot. In being a week. away to, in Bali and all sorts of other things. I switched off all my stuff. No social media. No nothing. I don't know what happened. What happened? Is my pregnant? Is, is <laughs> I was about to say is my president pregnant again? Is he? How is he? He's in court. He's at the, again. He's at the constitutional court because Akiri. Um, the EFF wanted him to pay back the money. Yes. And then he came back and he said, there's no money, money that I'm going to be paying back. Yes. Ne? And then public protector 
did her whole thing. It took a long time. And mm. then she released a report and she said, Mr. President, you need to pay back some of the money. Mm. And he said, no. And then he's, he's, his entourage were calling the public protector all sorts of things like she's a CIA spy and all oh, yes, sorts I of remember. things. And everybody on, on Twitter became agents. Everybody had a, an agent in there. And then the EFF and the DA decided, no, actually now we're going to take him to the Constitutional mm. Court because this thing clearly needs to be taken yes. to a higher level. Yes. Corruption Watch joined in. Tulima Donsela is also there. So this morning, this very moment uh, in the Constitutional Court, mm. We are hearing the the case of pay back the money, where basically the EFF and the DA have said, no, guy, you need to pay back because I can't... But didn't he say he's paying it back? He said he's paying back some of the money. Oh. And then he said, but there needs to be an independent body of people who decide how much that money should be. And then the the EFF are like, no, the judge... The judges at the Constitutional Court need to make that decision. Yeah. Not some group that you put that together. That you put together. On some. How? You know? And then, and then who happen to be friends of the president or whatever. But also, how can he pay all of it back, guys? I mean, we are saying there are things that were unnecessary. And then there were things that were necessary. For example, <laughs> you, you know, you can't just have a normal stripper pole. It must be reinforced and what, what. And it makes sense because we all understand girth and size and all of that. Mm. And then there's things like exotic plants, which can, which have to be fed, uh, uh, appetizer every day. Otherwise they will die. Then that he must pay for because how is that a necessity? Or even a pool that we know they're not going to use. No, but I can the president said that he, and the Zuma family built Nkandla. Mm. He said, we built that home. With their bare hands. Mm. <laughs> With their pockets. Mm. He said, they built that home. Mm. Where public funds were used, this is now according to him, where public funds were used was for the security upgrades because people were so concerned for the president's safety and security mm. that they said, look, number one, we feel that you must have certain security upgrades done to your house. Hence the fire pool. Mm. Hence the kettle kraal, mm. the chicken coop, the tuck shop, mm. yamakuma alone. Sure. Plus they tried to kill him. Also someone who's probably a food taster for him. Or, also so you, that if there's poison in there, then the food taster must die and then you'll see he mustn't eat the food. So, you know, his argument is that, no, but this is why I can't pay back all the money. Because the actual house I paid for, it was in my budget. Oh, Where you people paid was for the security upgrades. Oh. This is his story. Oh, So he's saying, I built this. I'm not going to pay back for that. I pimped it with your money. So I'm just going to, the mags there that were unnecessary that are spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah. Those are the ones he's going to pay for. <laughs> oh, That's basically what he's saying. I am not paying for the cake. I'm paying for the dreamings. So I'm trying to, mm. I'm trying to follow. Tata, President. I'm trying Tata. to follow at what point of the court proceedings we are at here because, um, yeah, and, and, and also, you know how things can drag out in mm, this country, and it mm. with, in, especially when it comes to processes of legal matters. Sure. So basically, we don't know what's going to happen. Mm. And I guess if the president is told by the constitutional court to pay back X amount, that is what he'll have to do. Like, mm. what other option is he going to have? Where is he going to get the money from us anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. That's the point. Isn't that the most frustrating uh, thing? Yeah. Freedom! La 
This is CliffCentral.com. CliffCentral.com, sipping tea with myself, Mabali Moloi, and Jumi Murake, who's just come back from Bali. And I'm useless. My brain is gone. If I am lacking Hina, if I am just lacking general energy, Mm, please mm, bear with me, mm, okay? mm. I am... my mind is still on holiday. <laughs> so it's it's akin to that moment where, you know, the, the man finishes and then he looks at you and he's like, when wash up. <laughs> and then you go, no. This, was, this wasn't your finest yes, 15 minutes. Yes. And you're like, no, you can sleep, but I'm giving you two minutes recovery time. You, We are waking uh, El Toro up and you must just have river. Okay. And then that, and that round is for me. No, then you're like, this round? Is yeah, mine. yeah. No, we. You know what? Can we talk about that for a second? Because there's this thing mm. that a lot of guys say that you know the first round they're like, ah, please don't count the first round because mm. the, the first round is never a good round for me as the man mm. because I'm only going to last a very short amount of time. Mm. Then after that <laughs> round two, three, and upwards, then I'll be there for you. Yeah. Is that a real thing? I, mm, I'm not a man. <laughs> But let me speak on their behalf then, since my ballet wants me to. Um, and especially if, let's say, let's say you guys are in some kind of long distance setup, yeah. and neither one of you are creeping on the side. Yeah. And then the first time you see each other after that long time. Because you are both overexcited, isn't it? You're over Randy. You. Are, <laughs> so so you over rev the yeah, car, yeah, yeah. and then you chop petrol fast, <laughs> and then you're like, okay, now then, let's just yeah. cruise. Let's yeah. just. And, yeah. and then apparently only after that first round, then things are like slowed down. Yeah. But I mean, but I'm not a fan of the sex that goes on for 20 years. Eh? Um, I don't struggle to this conversation. <laughs> okay. is just, how did we become the sex? No, show? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't. Stri- oh, nah. Okay. No, you are, ah, okay I, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Let's you just say you I'm those, easy to please. So I don't need hours. You, you, you <laughs> are not, you are not in the majority of women for whom, you know, they it is difficult for them to get there, but that's that. Was it you? Wait, what? was it you who gave me that scary, scary statistic about what? About women who about orgasms and women. What did I say? Like, I, but oh, what was the statistic? No, I, I can't remember. But there was a, a very frightening number of women who have never had an orgasm. Like, like there were very few who have had an orgasm. Yeah, and even of that group, the majority had gotten that orgasm. By themselves, not from the other person. Uh, I don't think it was me, but I have read a lot of articles that speak to that problem How area. The, do you think this is why some women are such bitches? And I'm not, I'm not bitches in the beautiful sense that we celebrate bitches, but bitches <laughs> like this mean, just why, why, why are you so ugly towards me? Like these bitter women. And mm. you're like, why are you so bitter? You are hot. Look at you. You're happening. You don't need to be such a damn ugly person. And I'm, I'm, Honestly, starting to think it's because their clitoris oh. has become a bundle of nerves and stress. Oh. Like it's no longer, it's not even that anymore. It's now, it's like a, you know, when you have a knot in your back, like they no longer, it's no longer, it, <laughs> it's no longer, it doesn't qualify biologically to be called the clitoris anymore. God. It's actually a knot. You have a knot in your vagina. Oh my gosh. And, and okay. it's one of those, like the ones you get in your back and it needs to be massaged. Mm. Massaged, massaged and worked out so that you can orgasm and become a nice person. Which is probably why the trend in America is more and more women going in for massages with happy endings. Yes. Because they're having those knots. Yes. And and those masseuses know how to get to that knot. But the thing is, would you go to a female masseuse or a male masseuse? Female, because a male still needs guidance. A female (laughs) does not. 
A man, hey, you must still... In, in 200 meters, you are too close to the chocolate factory. Come back, come back. I know. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm oh, sorry. Gosh. But let's get out of the gutter. You see, you've put me in the gutter. Okay, now I'm going to pull you out. And people are like, see me, you said dirty, you said naughty. This is my body. I'm the victim right now. This I've... is peer pressure. You can blame it all on me. That's fine. Mm. I do want to ask you about children working, yes. right? Because... Um, sometimes you start off selling, you know, ice lollies or mm. whatever, because you, you know, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I want to make money and I'm this young budding entrepreneur. Mm. And then you work as a child. Mm. So I was like, I was just thinking to myself, do you think that children who work in their young age benefit in ways that children who never work until they are actual adults and are now forced and required to work. Do you think that there's any kind of beneficial lessons that could be taken from children who are made to work, running the tuck shop, or, you know, delivering things, or... Yeah, hey, to appreciate, to appreciate the value, learning how to value things, ne? No, I think there is, there are benefits, but you know, also it's about a skill set, bruh. I think it's great for kids who have that entrepreneurial gift in them. And then for others, it's going to be pointless because they were born just to lead and tell people what to do with their lives. Because we keep saying that part of the, one of the ways to solve the issues of this country, because you know, we keep saying, ah, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, that's what we need to be aiming for. And people are saying, well, why don't we teach children from primary school age already? How to become entrepreneurs, like make it an actual subject in school. So I was thinking to myself, do, so then what are we saying? Like we should have children working I at, at a younger and younger I'm age. I'm worried about that. Because, because you can't just teach someone entrepreneurship. There's got to be a practical but element also, to it. Let's as remember well. how this country is just genetically predisposed to corruption. <laughs> then we're going to have freaking sweatshops starting in this country, like we've heard of in China, of those little hands that make Nikes. And then we're going to be doing that and saying, yeah, but I'm empowering this child to understand mm-hmm. that sometimes you must hold down a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause when I, when my first job, I was a teenager and the only reason I was doing it was because my mom was saying, this is how much pocket money I give you. If you want more, get yourself a part-time job. So you can understand, you can appreciate the value. What of was your, your first job? My first job, I worked in a hair salon. Um, I would clean up, like mm. sweep up and all of that, wash the towels, uh, occasionally wash dude's hair because in, in high school, for some reason, I was thick. I wasn't fat. I was thick. So you, oh, and so you were like nice. So these uncles are coming in there and they are, right. yes, and they are loving this thing <laughs> that I'm going to touch. Their bald heads and just rub and them, just, just massage, massage them not and out just, of them yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you were very young back then, though, weren't I you? Was, oh. But I was, you know, massaging those hands. My first job was in varsity, mm-hmm. and it was mostly because there was a disagreement between my dad and I about how much pocket money I should be getting. Right? Yeah. So. And then I went in and I remember it was at the spur and I went in on the first day and I was like, hey, this is me. I'd like to come and work here. They made me fill out some forms and they said, fine, for the rest of the day, you're going to spend time um, shadowing the other, you know, waiters, like follow them around, ask questions. And then your official training will begin the next day. Mm. That next day, I never went back. <laughs> because I just, I just knew that, no, this is, this is not going to work for me. Mm. <laughs> but then I did <laughs> and so this is where my question came came mm. from is 
Should we be making all our children work? I know. Not eh? not like sweatshop type work mm. though. You know, mm. fun little things that are not labor intensive. If you find your child is a great negotiator, get them started. Because <laughs> eh? <laughs> I have children who can negotiate their way out of anything. Shame. I don't know, man. Leave children to be children. That's all I say. Leave children to be children. And then um, there is this issue of um, when you when you go and see your grandmother mm. or your aunts. Mm. And let's say maybe the last time they saw you, you were in a size 32 gene. Oh, let's not. Oh, God. Yes. And now you are size 36. Oh, my God. And isn't it amazing how, you know, older women feel that it is their place to. How? Mamali. Yeah, are you pregnant? I'm like, so, so this got me thinking because here, here's the problem. There are two things, right? You mm. get those people who tell you when you didn't ask for it, who, who <laughs> wants to tell you, Hore, your body is changing in ways that for some reason, they don't think you're not seeing, even though you spend 24 hours in your body. And also they don't, they don't, they probably think you don't own a mirror. Yes, so they're assuming that you are not aware of the fact that you are now two sizes big. Yeah. So I have a problem with those people. Yes. But then on the other hand, I also have a problem with if I ask you as my friend and I'm like, okay, look, do I really look that bad in this situation right here? Because I know that I've gained weight. And then they still lie to you. But then Mabali, you don't know what you want. No, I want you to. But if you are my friend. No, but if you're I'm your friend, I will tell you. I'm like, yeah, but Mabali, I can see you're pecking on. <laughs> Is this conscious? Are you are you trying to be delicious it or So then how do we tell each other as friends that listen you're getting fat? No, but you don't say that. First of all, my ballet, this is where I educate you. You don't tell somebody, Oh, listen, you're getting fat. How? Okay then how do you, you very nicely, hey chum. Yeah. Hey, you've put on, hey? Mm. Oh, life's good. Or Chum, is it just me or are you getting a little bigger? Because you understand then by then you're going, ah, my friend would never go and make comments about my weight. So there must be something going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, because you know, with the, with the relatives thing, I remember like I used to hate going home to bloom sometimes because of that. Because mm. now mm. what's worse is, you know, I, I, I'm in a family that speaks a lot of Africans and it, it hurts even more. How did that I, happen? Like when, when my aunt is like, yeah, to me, take a bars. And you're like, oh my gosh. Wait, how did you guys end up speaking Africans? Uh, it, it's a free state, my friend. You grow up in Sichuan and Africans. That's like your life. English is uh, one of those things that visits once in a while. Um, I mean, I'm, that's I'm, the community. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, and I'm telling you, there's a fantona in our blood somewhere. Mm, I've seen it. Mm, my mm. brother has very soft hair. My sister has hazel eyes. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm, was, I'm high yellow. There was something happening there. There was something happening there. So, um, and, and they, they would do that to me and I feel so crappy about it. Right. And one time I lost it now, cause you know, we are raised not to speak back to our elders. So even if they offend you, you don't call them on the offense. Uh, for some reason, usually you, you just you, giggle. Yeah. You, ah, You're like, ah, and ah, then you die. A yeah. Slow you death die inside. inside. Yeah. Hey, one time I lost it. Hey, cause now it felt like every single person who encounters me feels the need to tell me how fat I am. Mm. And I remember saying, Hey, it's because I, have money. I can actually afford food. Okay. Oh, I'm eating my money. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You understand? Okay. And it was taken like that. Like, oh, why you have to be like that? Yeah. We went pink snacks. Now, yes, you pink snacks. Now all of a sudden their myself. feelings are hurt. Yes. Now their feelings are hurt. I'm like, how? So I can't talk about your poverty, but we can talk about my wealth and how it's making me fat. No, mm-hmm. my friend. Yeah. So I, and those people, my worst is TV. My worst 
Woo to me. You know you're so big on TV, but I see you look nice like. Ah, uh, and that's um gaga and gaga yeah, on and, TV. And they somehow think that it's some kind of yes. compliment. Like woo to me. Ha, TV TV just ruins you. Yes. TV ruins you. Can't you are this nice? And I, I can't, ah, the frustrating thing about that is a lot of the time the person <sighs> saying this to you clearly doesn't have a mirror of their own in their house. Thank you. Because for, like they think that, oh. uh, you know, they're about the size of a bus and a half, oh. but they have the audacity to try and tell you about how you're looking a certain way. Yeah. Forget size. They look like uh, it was Guy Fox and they forgot to take off the mask after Guy Fox. You're like, ah, but Choma, look at yourself. Look at me. Look at the queue of men right now who just want, who are salivating mm-hmm. looking at me. When, with your bone, you want to come and tell me things. People can just be silly. I haven't experienced it. I must say, I've experienced it a lot with people of color. Do you think it's a black thing? Because I've never had anyone else who's not black mm. say that to me. Neither have I. I mean, a lot of the time it's been my grandmother your aunt at mm. home, you know, when you see them once a year mm. over Christmas mm. and they're like, ah, you're fat again. Mm. Um, <laughs> you're fat again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it's also mostly been people of color and usually my family members. I don't know if they think that they are allowed to cross that boundary just because we're all related. But we must investigate. Let's do, let's do a SFA. And I did get put in my place at one time that, that this was still in high school because I went to boarding school. And I remember telling one of my friends because she was, she was very, very skinny. Ne? Mm. And so the one Sunday she came, she walked into the room and she was wearing a short skirt, but it was like, you know, she looked painfully thin. And I, 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 I was like, yo, but you are so skinny, you know? And she turned around to me and she said, yeah, well, my like, you are fat. And you know what? I was, I was a proper chubster in high school. Like I was proper, proper heavy girl. And seemingly the reverse is also true. Like you can't go around telling people that, ah, you know, you look, you, you look you're, too you're skinny. You too skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Should we all then just refrain from commenting about how we all look and everybody must just mind their own business? Hey, uh, I don't know, kid. In the perfect world. Yes. But then if we do that, then therapists don't have work because then people won't have complexes and then there'll be no need for therapy. So. And now this thing of your, like, let's say you have a boyfriend or a husband, this thing of them deciding that the answer is always going to be, no, baby, you look great. You look fine. Ah, not my husband. That's also a lie. My husband That's has a found, lie. My husband has found a way to deal with me when I'm doing that weight <laughs> stuff. Because, you know, when I started on this whole weight loss journey, by the way, I've put on three kilograms since body. This is horrible. Anyway, it's amazing what alcohol and too much eating and doing nothing can do to you. Anyway, every time I have an issue about how I look, he goes, so what are you going to do about it? He doesn't go, yes, I agree. No, I don't. He'll go, yes, you know you've put on weight. Yeah. Um... I still think you look fantastic because you dress well. Or he'll say, I still look, think you look fantastic because you know I just love you. I think you're sexy. That body gave birth to my children. I love it. Right? Aww. But when I'm, when I'm like that, he goes, how do you feel about it? Are you comfortable? Because if you're comfortable, what's your problem? So I think that's what has to happen with everyone. You must just, in your mirror, look at yourself. Because you know what I've realized? Every, women have complexes, guy. I have friends. You know, I have a friend who literally went out to go and get a bum. <laughs> I thought she had the sexiest body on earth. And she, I kid you not, worked so hard to gain weight on her ass. And I was like, why? Why, Choma? Hey, my friend. In fact, it's not even women only. <laughs> There's a friend of ours, Tammy. Don't kill me, Tammy, but this kills me. Tammy, when I met him, was a skinny dude. Mm. Then he decided he wants to buff up. He got fat instead of buffing. <laughs> oh, no shame. <laughs> then so he, he had to- 
He had to lose weight. Yeah, yeah. To then be buff. He's buff. He looks great. He just but went the about that, it the wrong way. Yes, because he went from skinny to overweight. But the kind of overweight are you going about? This guy is not comfortable. <laughs> to you know what I mean? Like leave your body alone. Hey, Mark on WeChat says the worst people are the ones who touch your belly and say, "Oh, working class people." Mark, I hope that this doesn't actually corporate muscle. about corporate muscle. Oh no, that's just wrong. That's just all kinds of wrong. Um, yeah, I love it. I remember when I was pregnant um, with my third child, and uh, people, you could tell. You know, when someone goes, "I can see you're pregnant." Pregnant, but you're overweight, so I'm scared I might be yeah, wrong. I don't know so, what to say. And you're watching them with that inner looker botsing where they're going, <laughs> should I say something? Should I not? I remember one guy being so relieved because I said something like, yo, this child's just giving me cravings. <laughs> and he went, oh my God, thank God, James. Because I wanted to ask you, but I was I was so scared of yeah. offending you. Yeah, yeah. And I laughed because it... I understand. Yeah. I understand. But my thing is just leave it alone. So what if I'm pregnant or not? It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you're a man with a boob, I respect you for that boob, Baba. That is, that is your wealth. <laughs> you have worked that thing. You, you are like the guy, you know that guy with the six pack who spent all those hours of gym? Mm. The guy with the boob? I respect you for all the quality meat, <laughs> the, the freaking expensive cognac. The, the crates of beer. beer yeah. Those, those, you know, mm. that you the must show chips. people you're enjoying your, you're enjoying your freedom. <laughs> Hi, man. You know, don't be embarrassed about yourself. Like now, when I gain weight and people are going to go, Oh, but you were losing weight so nicely. What happened? I'm going to say, Chok, I have so much money. I can afford to go to places where I just sit around, eat and drink, Baba. <laughs> but I will be back because I also can afford someone who can help me lose it all. Like sometimes own it as well. Just because someone says something negative about your body mm. doesn't mean now man, you must go and cry yourself in shame. Own. And especially if you're not doing anything about it. Yes. I mean, if you feel that bad about it, then go home and yes. fix it. If somebody says, who, oh, gaka, why are you so big? Hey, watch how big I can get. This is nothing. You know? <laughs> or go, hey, but look at how small I am. Ha, you should have seen me when I was a size 48. Let's you go know back what I to, mean? let's go back to these complexes that you yes. say we have as women. Yes. So what? Are we bringing these things on, on ourselves? Uh, sometimes we do. Like, Honestly, sometimes I actually want to ask my hubby, baby, how did I feel? Like, am I, am I still toit? Am I still toit? Or do I need to do kiggles? You know, like we, I feel like sometimes as women, we look for problems. You saw him looking like he's being exercised. You know, he had a good time. He's like, ah, you know, the rice milk is there as evidence, but you still want to know if he finds you sexy. Like he's poking you with a broomstick every five minutes, but you're going, I feel so ugly. His leg was twitching like when you rub a puppy's yeah. belly. <laughs> you know, when you walk in the room, he looks dumb. He looks stupefied and you I still just, feel ugly. Oh my gosh. I remember seeing a tweet the other day and I actually don't know if it, if I understand that, like how it works or if it makes sense to me. But this guy said, your stroke game is not strong if you're not accidentally dribbling on your on your woman's forehead that is okay yeah. actually i don't know yeah. but it's <sighs> true it's it's amazing like you know when you turn when you turn heads when 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 you have other women even going out and buying you know when 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 
some woman or an acquaintance has seen you in something, then they go out and they buy themselves the same thing. Because it looks so good yes, on you. on you. Mm. And when you're busy being offended, instead of going, ha, I made this thing look so good. <laughs> Bish went out and bought it. She don't even look as good as I do. And now I'm going to make the next thing look good. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. Okay. Or when a man tells you how much he loves you and he, you know, he's, he just can't help himself. He's always sending you the dumbest little sweet messages. And then you're busy feeling insecure and, and holding on tight to him like... And I'm thinking, but Choma, do you not see how... But he, not everybody comes with this confidence that you have. You, you think I was born with it? You yes. don't think I had to tell myself? You know, people think this thing is cheesy, but the, uh, affirmations are everything, my body. Affirmations. To this day, when I'm feeling insecure about anything, me in the mirror, I look myself in the <laughs> eye. There was a time I literally, and, and I mean, <clears throat> I haven't done it late and I actually should do it again. Where I used to go in front of the mirror and go, huh, I'm Tumi Murak, you bitch. I'm Tumi Murak, yeah. You can't touch this. I am the Tumi Murak. You need to give yourself that thing, man. I was having this conversation with um, our own Sia Sangwini friend mm. not too long ago. And I actually said to him, I don't know if these affirmation things work. Like to me, they all sound a bit like airy fairy. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. But... That's just because I'm a cynic at heart. No, if you hear something long enough, you start to believe it. So imagine if it's coming from you, how powerful that is, how powerful it is to hear something that's coming from your heart and from your mind. Because even guys have complexes. The only difference between men and, and women is that we laugh to a bitch and moan. Well, we, we don't hide our complexes. We're we, like we, proper. We dwell on we them. We tell the world, we're <laughs> like, I <laughs> feel like an ugly. <laughs> men then carry it in different ways. Like those guys with the, with the, Super unnecessarily expensive tiny cars. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, I see how you feel. <laughs> you know? Are those guys who change girls every five seconds? Yeah, that, that's, there's a complex there's going a on There's a complex there. going on there. And, and what kills me is the ones who will then tell you their one story about that one chick who did something to them, you know? Or the ones who will tell you how in high school they were so awkwardly shaped. and Because, um, you know, in high school, your body still needs to find its center. Mm. And then they had such a complex that now they're the hot guy, but they must bang everything with a pulse. Yeah. And you're like, Why? Why? Because You're still trying to comfort that guy in high school. Come on now. Next thing you'll be dying off the AIDS looking exactly <laughs> like that guy again. <laughs> because they say it's fun banging every other girl every other day. No, the man. It's no, fun. It's no. Own your own. <laughs> own your own, man. Uh, okay. Uh, we're almost out of time. So can we do hug a man? Yes. Okay. So today's hug goes out to men in general mm. because in this game of hunter versus prey, mm. where a lot of the time a man approaches you and is like hey looking good can i get your number and you're like "Mm -mm. Mm. please leave Mm. for all the times that men get rejected yes and still keep trying Ah. and coming back Ah. and not letting it weigh on them yeah and you know not letting it Send them home, back home, and cry in a corner every night. And then the next morning, they have to look at themselves in the mirror and lift themselves up again. These these people just brush this thing off and they're like, okay. Those little engines that could, when the guys are two, you're a clear ten and a half. But he goes, I'm going to go jump. I'm going to leap. Take a leap of faith. And listen. Rejection sucks for everyone. It sucks. For every one of us, it sucks. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced a moment where you approached a guy and he rejected you. For me, there was just that one guy in primary school who chose my best friend instead of me. But I'm over that. You know, it's the second time you bring up this guy. 
I'm going to find this guy. That Whoever was, you are, I am going was, to find. That was the one and only time that I was rejected by wow. a guy. But can you imagine what it must be like for these guys? Every Aye. day they're going in there, they're trying their best, and then they just keep hearing no, left, right, and And center. they must remember now it's a leap year. So they must also wait to be caught, Baba. Uh, I would also like to send this hugger, hugger man out to that young man who was hitting on me at the, on me at the petrol station. Ow! You are either stupid or very brave, but bless you. This boy hits on me. I show him my wedding bands, Baba. He goes, oh, that's nice. So what do you say? <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. On some, I don't know what you're trying to tell me, but you still haven't answered my question. Dude. Are we good to go? Dude. <laughs> Hey, this has been intense situation. All I want to say to the young men out there, I'm going to say it for the last time because it's happened again where someone has offered to be my Ben 10 is oh. that I don't have time. Mm. I would really love to. Can't you make time? You guys are, no, honey. You know why I can't make time? I don't want a Ben 10, baby. I want a Bentley. Oh. All that time we'll be paying, playing is time I could be making money and getting paid. So, sort of Ben 10. Entirely different league I'm altogether. About the other kind of Ben. I actually, Joey, I actually got a message from um, a guy that I, we, we grew up in the same hood, mm. but he is younger than me. Mm. And he, like, he tweeted me the other day, or he DM'd me, and I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I'm in Joburg now, da 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 da. I'm this attorney. I'm like, oh, that's no, nice for you. That's that's great. You know, our families are friends. And then after we exchange numbers, I go onto his WhatsApp and I take a look at this boy and I'm like, yo. <sighs> but when these people grow up, did blood move and they become men? Yes. <laughs> Once the what needs to drop drops. <laughs> Once Adam's apple yeah. has fully yeah. developed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. Take him out for drinks, baby. Oh shame, I can't do that. I'd feel like. I feel like um, how old? How much younger than you is he? I, gosh, a, f- a few years. And eh, eh, specify I five, six, more, ten. No, no, not no, not. He can't be ten years younger. Than no, he's not. No, he's not ten years younger. Yeah, maybe like four, five, four, five, <laughs> four, five. That's what you did there, girl. That's what you did there, four, five. But, uh, no, but I've, I would get in there. I've always said that I can't. Well, I don't want to. Do Ben tens until I'm in my forties. If I am still, then you'll be a cougar and it's embarrassing. No, no man. I don't want to do ah, Ben tens. Let me live now. vicariously through you. I can't be a married woman living a very straightforward life. Although I'm trying to convince my man that we must uh, get a third person to come and play with. Us. Oh, okay, but okay. Point is, let me live vicariously through you, please. I'm begging you, just uh, see if he's feeling you like you're feeling him. I t- I t- um, so we'll You look 16, my body, man. Stop acting like no, people will be looking at you no, like you're a cradle snatcher. No, but that's not the point. I what? Just, no, I just, I just, right now, I feel like I need to have somebody who's, you know. Not Does he have an ID book? <laughs> yeah, then it's fine. I just, I can't, I can't do Ben 10. I right didn't now. say marry him. No, not, no. Hi, man, Baba. Let's go have fun. Let's take this thing off air. I don't okay. want these people to all judge right, me for all, right, all right. the kind of evil I'm okay, going to get, make okay. you get up to. Uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with you again next week. Yes, I'll be better prepared. My brain will be here. But OMG, thanks for listening. This is CliffCentral.com.